0: It's not another Buffalo
1: podcast with John. You know there's no way in hell that I can leave that
2: in, right? (laughs) You don't think so? (laughs) I mean, come on. Brandon needed a computer for this podcast, and he said, you know what, Dad? Can I have a computer? Cam needed a computer, and he steals ten of them. steals 10 of
0: them and (laughs) rando the one i got from 2011 it was probably one that cam stole originally that's why it doesn't work now yeah yeah
1: uh welcome back to not another big baller bean podcast i'm john i'm here with pat with brando you can find us on twitter at not buff podcast we are part of the buffalo rumblings mega multiverse of wonderful broadcasts and rainbows gentlemen how are you guys doing just another day in Hollywood boys. <laughs>
0: Just another manic Monday, man.
1: Hey, we had some, uh, we had some good news today. And honestly, most days, like after, after a pretty quiet first few hours of free agency, we have now had an onslaught. Um, and honestly, who knows what's going to happen during this episode at this point? Cause you know, we thought the bills were already out of money and then they signed Jameson Crowder today. So that was pretty big. Um, So just to recap how many free agents we've got since we've last talked, which was last Wednesday. So Jameson Crowder, Case Keenum, that was a trade, not a free agent, but uh, Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, Markwell Lee, Duke Johnson, Matt Barkley, and Greg Manns. And that's probably not even all of them. I think those are just the ones since last Wednesday. So what what grade would you guys give our, our free agency thus far?
0: Well, considering, I'll put the teacher glasses on here, based on Brandon Beans, uh, he, he set a plan, he knew his weaknesses, <clears throat> he used his resources wisely, um, and he got some stars under some good contracts. So I'm going to give him an A plus here, A plus with a little sticker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brandon was pushing his glasses up his nose for those of you who who do not have the visual here. Yeah. Pat, what about you?
2: Well, I mean, the, the year is not one in the offseason. But that being said, I'm surprised that he was able to um, ball out again this year. Uh, I remember after the whole 13 seconds fiasco being like, oh my God, this is the greatest Buffalo Bills team I'm ever going to see. And we'll never reach this level of talent again. But perhaps,
0: perhaps Two we weeks surpassed
2: later. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very true, very true. So,
0: Time, brother, is what we need. I don't need to put a... Any sort of analogy here, because that's true for many aspects of life, whether you're hitting the gym or you're dating a girl or you're going to school, you know, you will never, never cap yourself. Never say you haven't seen the best yet because it's always coming. And uh, I think Jamison Crowder.
2: You were ringing his bell. You were singing his praises for him to come to the Bills, too.
0: As a fantasy football Player, I have owned Jamison Crowder in three of the last four years. Uh, I watch his catches, I watch his production. I think there's going to be a big role for him to fill. People are thinking, you know, McKenzie and Crowder, what are they going to do? They're both making $4 million. I mean, Crowder's going to play more. Uh, I don't think people realize what his best season, he has 70 catches. And what did Cole have last year? 70? Right? Or 90, 70 or 90. I don't even know. I know
1: he had close to 100 in his best year
0: but I think but it was I think
1: ninety because he tied his his record for most receptions, and it's ninety because he had back to back
0: ninety catch seasons. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, still, I would still I would project Crowder anywhere between fifty and seventy. Then I mean, even nah, more. Maybe he, only 60 had, so. he only had he only had
2: eighty two receptions last year. He's never had more than apparently. No, nah, he had 82. fifty last year.
0: He had fifty and four hundred yards last year, and the year before that, he had seventy. and Oh, are you are talking
2: Jameson Crow? I was talking Cole Beasley for a sec. Yeah, no,
0: I'm talking Jameson
2: Crowder. Yeah, Cole's never Cole's never hit that 90 plateau, apparently. He's only ever gotten to 82. So Okay, but
1: 82 st- was the number. I was thinking still 92 in my head, but
0: y- if you pencil Crowder in, I mean, give McKenzie maybe 20 more receptions this year. Crowder is good at what he does. I mean, you saw him in Buffalo twice a year. I think it was this past season two years ago. Crowder ripped off like a 60 yard touchdown catch against the Bills. Bills were up twenty one to three. Um, And Crowder takes one to the house. It might have been the longest score that that defense had allowed all year at that point. Um,
1: I think it was, but it's so funny because Jameson Crowder had these crazy stat lines when he used to play the Bills. He'd have like eleven catches for like sixty yards or some, some like yep. so small like because that's as far as Sam Darnold could throw the, the ball at that that's point. What I, that was my last things, Sam but.
2: Darnold memory. Really, is like that that super long pass, to Jameson. But Crowder. it was literally
0: caught at the line of scrimmage, yeah, and Crowder just no, ran. It was like a, yeah, right, right. Um, And that's important. And he's fast. You need to add to the fastball, as Brandon Bean says. I think he'll be valuable. You might see more six catches, 70-yard games than 11 catches, 60-yard games. But yeah. I think you'll see, he's going to get involved.
1: It'll no be doubt. interesting to see the target share. And honestly, I mean... Target share is something that kind of plays out naturally. I mean, obviously, if you're running an offense, you're saying, okay, Stefan Diggs needs the most targets and the most catches this year. You know, he's the best weapon on our offense on the outside. We need to get the ball in his hands. But I think when it comes to secondary stuff, it kind of just matters how it shakes out. You know, at the beginning of last season, they were not giving Gabe Davis targets. You know, he was not. He was not the role that he played towards the end of the year when we saw him explode in in the divisional round and that kind of thing. So it'll be interesting because they have they just have a new arsenal of weapons plus what they already had. You know they've lost some pieces. Um, obviously they lost Cole Beasley, replaced him with Jameson Crowder. I mean obviously it's not perfect one for one swap, but you're getting you're getting a similar archetype as far as separation and stuff like that.
0: Davis is replacing Sanders. And uh, Crowder's replacing Beasley. Sanders
1: from early last year. Because yeah. Sanders also kind of tailed off in targets and yeah. production towards the end of the year. For the a perfect Davis. swap.
0: I really think it was a perfect swap. And Gabe Davis is going to show that chemistry with Josh. But the way that our offense is set up, you're right. I think we're going to play more three receiver, two tight end offense. And whether it's McKenzie or Crowder... Like OJ Howard's going to get snaps. It's, that means one of them is not going to be outfield. I'm sorry,
1: three wide receiver, two tight end? Do you mean two wide receiver, two tight end? Because it's 12 personnel one running back, two wide receivers, and two tight ends.
0: Yeah, you don't have to have a running back, though. I mean, they could go empty
1: set and put those two out. They could, but technically, usually you don't see any of those sets without a running back for whatever reason. The, the Bills rarely do that anyways. And when they do go five wide, generally one of the four is the yeah, running back. Well, yeah, one, yeah the, one, the one, of the, one of the five yeah. receivers out there is... is is. Either a tight end or a running back, honestly. A lot of times they'll do that so they so they, out. So they have somebody that they can motion into the backfield if they need it for pass protection, essentially. Yeah. Which is honestly a reason that I was so um excited about JD McKissick. But we'll see. Uh Duke Johnson, I'll be honest with you. I have not seen a lot of Duke Johnson film. I've not watched him play. I was kind of I was more familiar with JD McKissick because he was on my fantasy team last year.
0: John, I'll tell uh, you one thing you need to know about. Duke Johnson, Pat, you'll, you'll remember this, the play we're in the fourth quarter. It's third and 18 Josh Allen on the road in his first playoff game, Houston Texans, Jerry Hughes almost sacks the shit out of Deshaun Watson. This was the highlight where people were comparing Deshaun Watson to like Michael Jordan for the play that he did. Cause he scrambled and he scrambled and it was the third and eighteen. He jukes the defenders of the Bills and he dumps it off to David Johnson. David Johnson scurries
2: upfield for an exact eighteen-yard gain. <clears throat> Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. What did I say? Because David Johnson did play for the the Texans. Duke at one Johnson. Point.
1: And you're not he thinking the, of the one where Matt Milano
0: and and Jerry Hughes swung together. I'm only referencing this because I, I think, heard it. I think you're on mixing, today. I
1: think you're mixing up two plays because. I think the they, that they, you, the they talk about, about this. That we'll they, all talk
0: about this on WGI about being Duke Johnson. Okay. That's why I'm referencing it.
1: Cause the big play that was Taiwan Jones, believe it or not. Houston Texans win 22,
0: 19 Duke Johnson third and long play gave Texans life in overtime. Um, Johnson was able to put up 68 yards in the game. Uh, Duke Johnson, third and 18 first down catch and on Watson's two point conversion. He got it. So third and 18 from Houston's 19 yard line. Watson hit Johnson on a 10 yard pass, eight yards from the first line down. That's when Johnson knew it was time to lay it on the line and do what he could. So maybe I'm mixing up the two different plays, but it's right here. I got it right here. I'm going to watch it. Third and 18, the snap to Sean Watson takes it from the shotgun. Yep, uh, Almost gets sacked throws it to Duke Johnson over the middle, picks up 18. That's
1: not, that's not the Matt Milano and the, I think it was actually Matt Milano and Taron Johnson. Maybe that squeezed. exactly right here. Hang on. That was, that was the big play that I was thinking of. That one was was the Superman play.
0: Jerry Hughes and Jerry is one
2: and Matt Milano is the other. Yeah, man. Poor Jerry. He's been on the the other side of some rough plays. I mean, he was basically a fingertip away from ending the Hail Murray. I mean, obviously, of that situation, you have the 13 seconds where basically had a free shot at Patty Mahomes. Poor Jerry. But interestingly enough about Duke Johnson, he didn't... Even though he played on the Dolphins, he did not play in either game where we played the Dolphins this year, which is interesting.
0: His opener, what do you have like? What do you have, like 330
2: yards on... In four games or something like that? I don't know. He didn't play. He didn't play against the Bills at all this past season for the Finns.
1: So how do we feel about, how do we feel about Case Keenum at quarterback to
2: good fit? Well, do you think Stefan Diggs was down with it? Because I mean, they did yeah. connect for the Minneapolis miracle. And I always liked Case Keenum in college. I always felt like, um, you know, he at, at Houston was someone that, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell because they did pass the ball like 60 times a game, but I always enjoyed watching him coming up um, as much as, you know, I did in the NFL. And even in that Monday night game this past year where he had to step up him and um, Jesus, what's his name, Dearness Johnson um, for a, a big time Monday night. Or was that a Thursday night? Yeah, I guess it was, yeah, it was a Thursday it night It was game. some
1: kind of in-between prime time game, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean... I've heard that there might be some kind of contract restructure in the works because I think he's due something that is a little bit above what I think that they were trying to pay for QB2. But I'm happy with it, honestly. Like a seventh round pick is probably going to turn into somebody on the practice squad that's going to get pushed anyway. So I think that's a worthwhile asset to give up. um, I like that they redid his
0: contract too. Very good move. Did they they actually?
1: Did they actually? Because I heard that they were going
0: to. Three and a half million now instead of six.
1: Okay, cool. I didn't even see that today. Also, I got
0: the play, John. The other play is in overtime. Four minutes, 20 seconds to go. Watson takes a second and six snap from our 44-yard line. Gets hit by Milano and uh, who'd you say it was? 33? So I thought it was.
1: Or, I thought it was Taron Johnson, or but or Neil, it might maybe. be somebody else. Maybe it's Neal. Then then they, three, they, sure they tackle Neal. him
0: at the eight yard line and Watson's flexing. So two different plays, man. But,
1: yeah. but who is it? Is it Taiwan Jones that gets the ball on that? 37
2: from Texans. So it's not okay. But I, I just wanted to check this as you guys were saying that, because when I was talking about Case Keenum coming up, so I was, I just wanted to double check this before I said it, but at the time, when he graduated from Houston, he was the NCAA all-time leader in passing yards, completions, and touchdowns. Really? That's Yeah, University of Houston. So I'm pretty sure a lot of those records still stand, if not all of them. So, winning multiple playoff games in the NFL also.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm happy with it. And uh, also to back him up and kind of play the Davis Webb role, we've got Bitcoin Barkley back in town on a cheap deal. So... I can't complain about that. You know, when that news broke before the case Keenum thing, there were a lot of people that were worried about him as a, as a possible QB too. And that not kind of being enough. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with the QB room where it is honestly, like I thought that they were kind of going to miss Davis Webb and the role that he played with, you know, he's the, he's the film room QB. He's essentially a coach with a helmet at, at that point. So I think that, I don't know if Matt Barkley will be the same thing to the same level, but there's
0: definitely no way he plays this year.
1: I don't, I mean, only in an emergency situation, like, he's going to have know, the headset on the whole time. I
0: want to know what he's making.
1: Only a couple million. I think really maybe one or 2 million. It's got to be less than I saw the. I saw a pretty funny tweet today that Matt Barkley, when he was originally getting signed in like 2017 to what have been his second contract after getting cut with his first team he uh he asked to get paid in Bitcoin if he was paid in Bitcoin then he's got like Josh Allen money now no not Josh Allen money but yes uh, yes if you get if he got paid in Bitcoin in 2017 on his salary that would be Josh Allen money now true true so I don't know if he actually got paid in Bitcoin but if you look up the the price of Bitcoin in 2017 versus now.
0: All right. If you would have bought one dollar in Bitcoin in 2017, you would have had one hundred and thirty-nine dollars. So let's find out what his contract is and multiply it by one thirty-nine. He made he was under contract for two million dollars, five hundred guaranteed, five hundred at signing, so four million dollars. Times was $4 million times 139
2: So he's close to $50 million, basically, which
0: is a lot of money. It's $556 million, yeah.
2: No, I think no, it's 50 No, that's not right. It, that's it is 50 million. That's, 56, what was,
0: 56,
1: yeah, that's what I was saying. Million. Okay, yes. Yeah. I had one. I got look I at
2: his. Yeah. That's he,
0: good math for the show.
2: Proportions. Yes.
1: What was his contract when he was with the Browns? Okay, I'm sorry. I said Browns. I meant Bengals.
2: No, he never played for either. He played for the Bears.
1: No, he was...
2: Matt Barkley did not play for the Bengals.
1: Yeah, so he He, he played did. Eagles, uh,
2: Bears, Bills.
1: Oh, you're talking about places that he started. Um, no, he's, so he's he never played drafted. for the Bengals. Dude, I'm on his Wikipedia page. He was drafted by the Eagles. I got Eagles, got Cardinals, traded Eagles, to the Cardinals. Cardinals. So Eagles, Cardinals, Bears... 49ers, 49ers, Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals Bagels, Bengals,
0: Bills. Bills, Titans, Panthers, Falcons. Interesting.
2: So he has been around town.
0: Titans, Panthers. So in 2015, in 2017, he made $550,000. So it's a little lower. It's 550. So it's 550 grand times 139.
1: Okay. Here's the tweet. This is from Joe DiBiase. Bitcoin Barkley has Josh Allen money if he really had the 49ers slash Bengals pay him in Bitcoin. What a legend! The four million dollars he signed for on March tenth, two thousand seventeen, with San Francisco would be currently worth one forty three point six million.
2: Jesus! All right, Johnny Which knows the the this f- man, that would be that would be crazy. So he didn't. It
0: says on here though he didn't get a big deal until twenty eighteen. He didn't make over a million dollars
2: until twenty eighteen. Which, did you know he was the highest-rated quarterback coming out of high school when he signed at USC?
0: Dude, he's the classic case of I stayed in college one year too long because if he would have came out the year before, he would have been like a first-round pick, like top five overall pick. And then he just has that dumpster fire last season at USC. Gets drafted in, what, the third round at this point? Fifth round? Third round? Yeah. I was a big fan of his at one point in my career of college football
2: fandom. Yeah, man. Did you know he's only ever thrown for more touchdowns than interceptions once in his entire career, one season? Quite interesting. He's got that oh. precision when it comes to money, though. So I don't even know why he would come back. He must really like the Bills facilities or something, or the guys, I guess. Like, am telling you, it's the cryogenic chambers.
0: <laughs> <They're staying laughs> gotta the gotta chamber. be, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, if I had $100 million, I would never exert myself physically ever again. Ever. Again. <laughs> I never Uh, go grocery shopping. Nothing, dude. I just have people drop it off in my room.
1: (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, uh, but we'll be right back. We got some good stuff on the other side, Um, some of the other free agents, and we can talk about all the QB movement across the league in the past few days and all the drama with the Browns. So stick around, and we'll be right back. So some other big news broke this week that, um, there's been some more QB movement around the league and it's honestly, this seems like an NBA offseason to me as far as, as the movement. I don't know. So interesting point to be had here. Would you trade a third round pick for a generational player?
2: oh my <laughs> goodness for a former nfl mvp at least that's the not better way to put it,
0: it. The, <laughs> i thought you were gonna go with former nfl mvp and i would have been cool
1: with that no, yeah, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Well, obviously. as oh, Natasha, as Natasha
2: Bettingfield said, the rest is still unwritten. So who knows? <laughs> <next> yeah, still <laughs> unwritten.
0: Thirty-six years old. How much more of the song is written? It's like you're at the exit of the.
1: Hey, man. You know, He's getting close to that song. Cam Newton noodle arm going on. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> I I haven't watched enough of Matt Ryan play. Where I call him a noodle arm. Where I watched a lot of Cam, and I watched a lot of his balls just not even come close to where they needed to be um but it's interesting because at one time with Kyle Shanahan which it would have been a cool reunion i guess to see those go back together um uh, Matt Ryan was slinging it with the best of them uh i believe it, it, it was that season that he was doing really well i saw him play in cleveland against Baker Mayfield and baker got the best of him it was like a 40 to 21 game but matt ryan did throw a couple touchdowns um you know in his statue like pocket presence that he has. And I think if he were to go to any other team, then Indy's the team for him. Hand the ball off, stand behind a great offensive line, uh, throw the ball to your quick whatever. Who's your who's even receiver? Who's the receiver? Michael Pittman. Well
2: they got TY they got TY Mike Pittman. Um Mike I know Jack good. Doyle just retired though. And I, I think they resigned Moaley Cox. It was it was quite nice.
0: But I mean can you be believe Atlanta is paying Forty million dollars not to have Matt Ryan on your team. Like, how do you mess up? How do you do that? How does that happen to somebody? How do I acquire that job?
1: That's well, a uh, good question. It's like you you <laughs> lost out on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes and still got rid of Plan A. Like, yeah, at the same time, because you probably alienated Matt Ryan enough, you know.
0: But goes Frank Reich. Let them work together. I feel like they could get along. Those two dudes. Well.
2: I agree and I think that he really fits that that Philip Rivers mold too because I mean Philip Rivers had a very similar skill set to Matt Ryan, kind of tall, lanky, or not very fast. Um and and they did relatively well, but my question for you Brandon is do you see um do you see Widdowfellow? Um Baker Mayfield heading down to Hotlanta? Um you know, I I think that that's like the only plausible unless they draft someone. That or imagine.
1: maybe Seattle, something like that, like something on a whim,
0: but First off, I just want to comment real quick that I, my my first feeling to you comparing Matt Ryan to Philip Rivers is offense. Like that's my first initial gut but here's, reaction. Here's the second I reaction. I love Philip Rivers. It's <laughs> like
1: it's like. You, you can't call Matt Ryan generational and then compare him to Philip Rivers in the same Phillip breath.
2: Philip Rivers is come on. If Philip Rivers dude, gets drafted by the Giants, he still wins two Super Bowls. That's I what happens. Think, Eli Manning plays for the Chargers and has a decent career and Philip Rivers is a two-time Super Bowl champ. not, just, not yeah, even I that think, you I out just think can, dude, you the that.
0: way the way Philip Rivers played the game was ballsy like He's the guy that is, pulls the Josh Allen on the quarterback sneak. He played the championship game with a torn ACL. Like He's a tough, tough dude who loves the game. He's a leader in the locker room. He's a leader on the field. He's a field general. And I, I literally just, I don't, I don't know. Phillip Rivers oozes respect and Matt Ryan just kind of like. But how many kinda- Super Bowls has Philip been to though? Dude, how much? Of a lead did Matt Ryan blow in the Super Bowl? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, if you look, he's pretty close. Um, in That's terms a good of, debate
0: between those two guys. I just, I yeah. think the play styles put me on Philip Rivers's fandom
2: more. It's just um, it looks by the end of this year, um, most most career marks that Philip has, Matt Ryan should um, surpass, with the exception of it looks like um, touchdown passes. So
0: that's an important one
2: yeah <laughs> but matt ryan has 43 game winning drives as opposed to philip rivers is 36 you want to know why how many game winning drives
0: by the chargers hit an upright or missed an extra point yeah or
2: got a flag called back or a bad call or scored I mean, and then had their defense lay an egg i guess too that's yeah a- Another consideration. You got to be True. in the
0: game too. I mean, Atlanta was not as good. I mean, the chargers are a good comp for that team for, for that Atlanta team, but either way, the moral of the story is I would still take both of those dudes character over to Sean Watson.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like trading away. What did Prince Harry get? Like round, he was like a second, and a
2: third or two thirds. Yeah.
1: So that's more than, so the the third round pick that the Colts sent to Atlanta was that the same pick as one of the ones that they got from trading Carson Wentz away? Bit. So they basically got a second round yeah, pick free. to go from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. So yeah. they're, they're winners in my mind for that. The Atlanta Falcons are losers in the scenario losers. for having to pay $40 or $40 million in dead cap, which That's I think insane. sets an NFL record by like 7 million, like crushes it. Um, but I think honestly, Carson Wentz was the second I, one, honestly. I still think that that is still second on the loser list to the Cleveland Browns and what they gave up in comparison to what they're getting. You know, like Deshaun Watson is a very, very good quarterback. But, I mean, okay, think about, think about what they gave up to get him. And not only how you alienated your fan base, and
0: then you're giving him two hundred and thirty million dollars. I saw it. It's almost ten million dollars per criminal complaint. And the other thing is, these women are taking
2: him to civil court, so they could still win in civil court. But my thing, I was going to say, number one is, did you see the Browns guaranteed Deshaun Watson that if he is suspended, that he will be suspended the least amount of money possible? That was part they of his deal. It all in yeah. his deal. And yeah. number two, this this reminds me a lot of. Um, Mr. Jeff Garcia, who went to the playoffs three out of his four years starting in Sam Fran and went to the dumpster fire organization that was the Cleveland Browns and was not good. So, um, we'll see, but
1: I mean, to be fair, Houston was pretty bad, you know, into Sean's last year playing, which, which would they have been still two years ago. 12, right?
2: I mean, but they still, they had division titles before he got there. I mean, yeah, crap. Yeah, Matt yeah, Shaw no, took had, him to the playoffs twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying
1: they were always a dumpster fire. I mean, they became a dumpster fire as soon as they traded away. Laramie Tunsil.
2: Yeah, obviously D DeHop, thank you. Yeah. Durant,
1: DeAndre Hopkins. But I mean, the Browns are not only paying this guy a huge, 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 a bigger part of their salary cap than any of these other teams are for their generational quarterbacks. And also gave up three first-round picks. Like, you are screwing your organization for a long time to do this. You know and there's a chance that there's a chance that he could not play it down in football this year if the, That's league wants the other to thing. suspend him they want to keep
0: Baker and have him play for when Watson's out and Which I'm Baker, just like, you don't
2: you deserve to be somebody's number one don't show Baker. up
0: Baker hold out do not go in no hold out this dude and I hope that they are just a dumpster fire this year and that pick is like first overall that would be amazing just to lose that and because then you're like you lose out on more than just that pick. You move the opportunity cost of drafting one of the quarterbacks next year first overall on a rookie deal four or five years. Not only does that trade set you back this year because he's suspended, it sets you back the next five years because of your salary cap paying this to a quarterback when you could have had a rookie quarterback on this deal. And it's just it's mind blowing to me that you can call yourself like an organization and not even you know, I understand you're trying to improve with the most important position in sports, but you have to read the room, man. We play read the room in my classroom every day where where you got to like, you got to read the room and and whoever the GM in Cleveland is, they did not read the room. And uh, that's a lot of money to give to a guy like that.
2: Well, and for every Matthew Stafford blockbuster, there's three or four Carson Wentz's, you know? So... I, I I don't know, and I can see where they would look at that and say, you know, okay, the the Rams don't have a first round pick for the next three years. We can we can totally go out on a limb and do that. But like you guys said, I mean, God forbid he's suspended, and and B, what if he gets hurt? There's a million different things that could go wrong in that situation. I mean, to the point where, I don't know. I don't even think it matters who plays quarterback for the Browns. Really, the running game is that good. But uh, yeah, very strange.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of losers of the week, I think there's a couple other people on this list or organizations rather. Um, let's talk about the Jaguars for a second because a couple of news things with them, obviously. Funny. Did, you, did you guys see the story where Urban Meyer like was known for yes. not like knowing p- names of famous players throughout the league? Like he didn't know who Aaron Donald was and a couple other big guys
2: like Come on, dog. I just that John Brown slander was terrible. Number oh, that was one, worse. because <laughs> honestly,
1: like I started with the whole not knowing people's name things because the the thing that he said to John Brown was, I mean, Brandon, do you have the quote pulled up? No, I'm looking for it. Okay, I, I screenshot it. I didn't. Yeah, I, like I read that and I was like, I can't believe this guy was a, a leader of young men for most of his career. All right, I got it. Right.
0: And the fact is, is you're putting these young men in in toxic, dangerous situations that will affect them for the rest of their lives. And now you let this clown drive the truck like this. not Not long after veteran receiver John Brown signed with the Jags as a free agent. He ran the round the wrong route in practice to correct the mistake. Brown, who is from Florida and rookie Trevor Lawrence, ran through the route after practice, something he probably did with Josh Allen every day after practice running routes. Meyer walks up to the pair after practice hey Trevor you got to slow it down for him Meyer said according to sources these boys from the south their transcripts ain't right and the end quote
2: yeah it's not like he coached at Florida and it's not like Trevor's from the panhandle and it's not like John Brown was a seven-year veteran at that point Um, it's also not like he let um, a woman who was not his wife sit on his lap on camera but I'm I'm (laughs) done with the ad hominem character attacks I just they need to erase they need to erase Urban Meyer entirely from the NFL history books like unprofessional like I mean granted okay so there's there are scenarios where if you kicked a player I'd be like okay so let's say a player kicks your dog then you can kick the player let's say a player def, <laughs> let's say a player defecates in your locker okay you can let's say even a a player hits his kid in front of you okay kick kick the player but <laughs> I just slime ball. And anyone who hires Gosh. this guy for college football you got hammurabi over there. I, <laughs> eye for an eye. Um, yeah. but honestly though, <laughs> the only way, the only reason that he's an effective college football coach is because he has some cult control tech, you know, to keep young men on a, on a path of what he wants them to do.
1: Also, the other thing that's so funny is like, we talk about how stupid Jacksonville is being with their, their free agent money. So look at the wide receivers that they signed. They signed Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. So, for that same money and a fifth and sixth round draft pick, they could have had Amari Cooper yep. and Robert Woods. Crazy. Like, how about how, what a difference between those two? I mean,
2: hey, man, Steph Diggs is thanking Christian Kirk, though, right now. He's like, Christian just got me paid, dog.
1: Yeah. But definitely everybody. raised the bar.
0: It's also funny because it's like, you know, if you make a salary, you understand this. I didn't really get it as an hourly employee, but you have X amount of dollars that you can spend in a month and how you decide to spend it improves or decreases your quality of living. Now, if I have, you know, I have to buy two hockey sticks an Apple laptop computer, you know, a new door for my car or whatever, a hundred dollar gas tank. I'm not going to be eating prime rib. Um, But Brandon Bean has the accountant's, Of Bruce Wayne. He's got Morgan Freeman running the books for Bill's enterprise down here because he has all the cool tools. He makes the money work and he's just a superhero. Do you see his comments today that he would trade himself before he trades Josh Allen from this franchise? Like, obviously he has a brain. Uh, It's just the usage of the dollars and how we all have the same amount of money and how we're going to spend it. Um, budgeting uh, and quality of what you get. So you know, I might get a lot of stuff from all these, but it might be bad. I'm not hating on all these. i love Aldi's, all these. But moral of the story, right? You can get Jameson Crowder for four million dollars. Your quarterback, like Josh Allen's deal, already looks good. But it's all not even
1: the- like it's not even like Brandon Bean has like okay, this is my budget and I have to stick to this. It's like I mean, if you want to go with the real life equivalent, he's like he's like. Borrowing twenty five thousand dollars from one firm for three percent, investing it in, into something, getting a twenty five percent return, and using that money from three years in the future to pay
2: for stuff to pay now. off the loan now. Yeah, like it's,
1: it's it's like I mean that's really not a great
2: metaphor, but the maneuvering and the restructuring. Are you saying he's basically Frank Abagnale from Catch Me If You Can? Yeah, like he's yeah.
0: legal. He's doing it legally, <laughs>
1: right?
2: And he's also
1: like he's really up to date. He knows all the money that's coming into the NFL and that the cap is going to explode in the next few years. So, you know, I mean, if it doesn't, we might be screwed two or three years from now and have to cut some big players, but let's let's hope we don't get nuked or another pandemic. When Brandon Bean came in, in 2017 with Sean McDermott, it was like the whole, it was like, we want to win now and tomorrow. Right. And that sounds like kind of a weird adage because usually in the NFL, you're competing with 32 yeah, yeah, yeah. other teams that have elite talent, you know, for the most part, except for the Jaguars. And, <laughs> but you either have to choose sometimes between being good now and being good later. It was a, there are not teams that were good now and later, unless you were the New England Patriots. I want both. Yeah, unless you were the New England Patriots, you were either good for a short time or not good at all. So, the fact that they've built this from the ground up. And now are bringing in marquee free agents for big dollars. After already, you know, they started this off with like zero dollars, and they were over the cap before they started making cuts and restructuring and stuff like that. So, I like I really love the f- the the flexibility, the growth me- mentality, because you see it out of Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott in the way that they do things. They're not static. They're not like Rex Ryan, where he will not change his defense for anything in the world because it's his defense, you know. It's like Brandon Bean doesn't like using restructuring. He doesn't like void years. He said that in the past. And this year he's doing that stuff because that's how stuff is getting done this year. And that's, that's what benefits the bills the most.
0: So I just saw this tweet It's from field Yates and the stability. Mm -hmm. This is what it's going to come to for the bills um, that we are lucky to have that between 2006 and 2016, There were 29 quarterbacks taken in the first round. Guess how many of them are still with their original team?
1: What year did you say? 29.
0: From 2006 to 2016, there were 29 quarterbacks taken in the first round. How many are still with the team that drafted? It's probably them?
2: one or two, because I know it's 33% usually about is taking the chance of having a quarterback win a playoff game that is drafted in the first round. So I'd say two or three, maybe one, maybe zero. I was going to say the number two. just
1: went down with Matt Ryan, right? It's it? um, gosh. And then, I mean, Russell Wilson also just left his team. Mm-hmm. But you uh, said
2: 2006 onward because Aaron Rodgers... Yeah.
1: Aaron Rodgers still Aaron Rodgers, with the Packers. Yeah. So he's one. He, he was drafted before 06. Oh, that's right. It was 05, right? Yeah, It's zero. Really?
0: Zero quarterbacks, yeah. Wow. And it, so
1: it was two going into this offseason? Yeah. but
2: And it was probably three going into the last offseason because of Senor Matthew Stafford. But, yep. Wow.
0: I mean, Russell wasn't even a first-round quarterback. No,
2: he's so. a second-rounder,
1: true. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. Uh, you guys know where to find us on Twitter, at NotBuffPodcast. Uh, feel free to send us your thoughts on the Bills free agency. As far as I know, no news has dropped during this episode. But super excited about everything that we've... Uh, everyone we've signed so far. Everyone's coming back. The band's getting back together. So it's exciting. I think this, this Bills team is... I think is more talented than it was last year, which is really, really saying something. So I'm excited to watch and uh, I know everyone's ready to get back to training camp and and preseason and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, keep tuned in to us. We come out with episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to Buffalo Rumblings so you don't miss any updates. Uh, Feel free to check out the site for the free agent tracker, which is super helpful. But all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening and go Bills. Bills.